Blog Talk Radio. I have to interrupt right here and tell you that one of my visits, I won't name him, I don't want to embarrass him, but one of the heads of state that I met with on this visit, he gave me one while I was on the way. He told me the story about the two fellows in the Soviet Union who were walking down the street, and the one of them says, have we really achieved full communism? Is this it? Is this now full communism? And the other one said, oh, hell no, things are going to get a lot worse. <laughs> This is AFA Radio uh, with your host, Ronald Gipper Reagan. Thanks for joining us on um, this first installment of AFA Radio and uh, one of many shows that I have done in the past. For those of you who have listened in previously, uh, please tell your friends to listen in if they have not tuned in yet. Uh, That's uh, a shortened address, tinyurl.com slash AFA Radio tinyurl.com slash AFA Radio. Send it over to your friends. And uh, if you want to participate in the show, uh, you can call in at 760-512-7224-760-512-7224. The number is right there on the show page. Or you can call in via Skype as well if you're uh, not in the U.S., don't want to pay a million bucks to call overseas. Very easy to do it on your computer as well. Uh, we got a lot to discuss in the next half an hour. Um, we might have a post-show discussion too afterwards for those of you listening on archives. Uh, depending on who's on the who's on the phone right then, uh, we might go into uh, a post-show later. Uh, but in the meantime, <clears throat> excuse me, we've got a lot to discuss on uh, on today's show. A lot going on in the e world, and um, hope you'll. Tune in and participate, either through calling in or just talking in the show chat right there. Um, or if, you, if for some reason you don't want to make an account on uh, on Blog Duck Radio, just go to uh, AMFA on IRC. You can talk there as well. So, okay. Let's get started, and uh, we'll see what's going on in the USA right now. Uh, so, the e-world, uh, there's a lot going on around the world. We... Um, the U.S. should be taking a prominent position in it, um, although we've made quite a mess of it, or we meaning the people who, the idiots who are in power. And the uh, those of us here at the American Freedom Alliance are trying to change that. Now, um, for those of you paying attention, I became party president a couple days back in the last party presidential elections. Um, the American Freedom Alliance is the undisputed number one party in the country, it's the most influential, it's the largest, uh, the most powerful, the most free, the most, you know, pretty much everything. It's uh, it's all that and a bag of potato chips. Now, our power in the country is growing and our influence is growing. But at the same time, uh, we still got a ways to go. And we need uh, people to support us in order to get there. Now, you, you probably hear a lot of propaganda out there. Um, from some of the other, from the elitist controlled parties or the the government. Um, basically, what they're trying to convince you of, which is a complete fallacy. And the only thing they really have to say because they can't, you know, what are they going to say? They're not going to, they can't run on their record of, of leading the country um, because they've done a horrible job. I mean, look where we are right now. Uh, we 
our entire position in the e-world has collapsed. This started under the, uh, the Pfeiffer, or as I would like to refer to it as the, the Fluffer administration, uh, which just ended in the last election. I've ended in parentheses because <clears throat> our current president, uh, Serb, uh, see, the U.S. has been PTO'd by Serbs, except it starts with a C. But okay. Um, but when his, you know, during his administration, which for some reason people like to praise and, and say was so great, he actually did. A, they like to say, oh, he did a good job. You know, we we didn't like him, but he really did a good job, which is a bunch of crap because he didn't. Um, so they were hell bent on getting us into this control alliance. So it's like, okay, we're in the alliance. Fine, whatever. We're allied with these powerful countries, whether you wanted to be allied with them or not. So now we're allied with these powerful nations. And what does he do? He single-handedly sabotages an entire alliance and irritates three different countries. You know, he's racist to the Brazilians. Uh, he basically tells <clears throat> Poland to, like, a, the powerful allies. Poland is probably the most powerful nation in the world. I mean, they control half of Europe um, indefinitely, and they keep control of it. So he irritates them, too, and, of course, blames on them because everybody's fault but, but his and his friends, right? Because they can do nothing wrong. That's, that's the way they justify it. And then the Spaniards get annoyed, too, uh, from his antics. And so the entire alliance collapses. Now you've got three countries who are annoyed with you, plus your original allies who don't like that you betrayed them to begin with. So now the U.S. is uh, independent, a.k.a. alone, and vulnerable. We're back to our original regions. We're not expanding. Our bonuses are terrible. Um, uh, <clears throat> our country is being divided even more. I mean, I mean look, he won that election uh, by 8%, and that's because all the elites were backing him. And, you know, the AFA won, you know, clearly the most number of seats in Congress. These are substantial numbers of people. And no, they're not all Serbs. In fact, lots of them are real-life Americans, and lots of them come from countries all over the place. But they're only Americans. They all want to help the country. They all want to be American, regardless of who they are. But what does he and his cronies keep on doing? They keep up with these tactics of divide, persecute. Um, and, and the sad thing is they're not even – it's not even like they're role-playing more so. It's more so that this is how they actually are. And it, it's disturbing that people like this exist in the real world. And they behave this way in the game, too. It just shows you the kind of people they are. Um, for anyone who thinks it's very American to essentially form a big brother type of government where you're asking people now to report everybody, first of all, it's a waste of time. They must have nothing better to do because well, what are they going to do? Seriously, what are they going to do to you? They can try and deny you some stupid supplies which they're not going to be able to provide anyway when we take the country presidency in the next month or two. Um, there's nothing they can do to you. Their parties are getting weaker. Uh, most of their inky friends have left. And the AFA is getting stronger. You know, I mean, the, our party is as strong as a couple of theirs combined. You know, I mean, you, you put together... AMP is a bit stronger than those, but you put together... Um, the Feds and USWP and, and WTP, you combine all three of those, and we're stronger than three of the top five parties put together. It's kind of sad on their part. Um, so their, their slip on power is, is weakening. For those of you who listen to <clears throat> Pfeiffer's propaganda radio show, 
um, which there's no dissent on. And by the way, if you want to disagree with me and do so civilly, you're welcome to call in and and let me know what you think. But do so sooner rather than later. If you call in later in the show, I'm going to be rushing you off. So if you want to say your piece, now is the time to do it. Um, But anyway, so on his propaganda radio show, it just shows how desperate they are. All they do is they constantly curse the entire show, which shows they have nothing intelligent to say because the entire show is that. Um, They laugh at Pfeiffer's jokes. He's not funny. And they have nothing positive, no good solutions, nothing to actually genuinely bring the country around. They think the more they write their propaganda, the the more convincing it's going to be. The the more you do this, it's just going to show what what total douchebags you people are. And not only that, but you're completely incompetent and you blame it on everybody else. It, it, it's like it's like Obama blaming Bush when, you know, you've been in power for four years, just like in the U.S. These people have been in power for years. Any problems that occur are theirs and theirs alone. You don't go and get to pass the buck, put the blame on somebody else. It's your fault. Take responsibility for it. If you failed and people want to replace you in power, boo-hoo, you lose power. It doesn't make it a PTO. It doesn't make it um, a group of people trying to destroy the country. It just means people want to kick you out of power and replace you with more competent people, with newer people, with less corrupt people. Is that so much to ask for? Clearly, any corrupt group that holds power is going to keep on trying to hold on to it until it's stripped away and they can't do it anymore. So it really shouldn't come as much of a surprise that they're not exactly eager to uh, hand the baton over. And they'll try and delay it with these so-called unity elections. They'll try and think of all sorts of cute tricks to reverse a a huge wave that's going against them. Um, They'll do everything they possibly can do, except actually realize that they're acting like a bunch of babies and um, are treating people wrong and actually try and, you know, change how they're behaving and, and what they're doing. Um, so you can tell the tactics with these people. They never change. They never adapt. Um, they try and claim that they don't let, like I said, they, don't, they say they don't let Pfeiffer control everything, but that's a bunch of nonsense. I mean, look what's been going on the past few months. He's been, he's been calling all the shots. All the parties do what he wants, which is ridiculous because this is, a very weak party that he runs right now. And the others just follow him and, and do as he says, do as he commands. And uh, frankly, I and a lot of other people are sick and tired of these people ruining the game, even more so than it, you know the admins can do it. They ruin this, the social aspects of it, the political, political aspects of it. They ruin our economy and our military, so they drag that down too. Um, these are the people who are destroying our country with their actions. And, and 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 think about it. This all draws back to a handful of people's three-and-a-half-year-old grudge against me. It's totally irrelevant to the game. It has nothing to do with anything we're doing, and this is what they base the entire policy of one of the major countries in the world around. And it's just it's absurd, and it needs to end. Um, <clears throat> so, actually, here's one of the other little tricks that... Uh, 
apparently they're trying to do, which isn't going to work because they're desperate. Uh, Serb was saying that he's contacting some countries to try and get them to, to talk to their citizens about uh, not supporting us or leaving or whatever. Well, first of all, not everyone takes marching orders from the you know the country they come from. Second of all, a lot of these governments support us, whether it's in private. Um, there are numerous major nations that are U.S. allies, traditional U.S. allies, that have expressed support privately to me, whether they would public or not. So you think that they're going to undo something that's taken a lot of time and effort to do just because you're asking them and you're desperate. Maybe you should have thought of that before you destroyed the U.S. and before you destroyed our <clears throat> our reputation and our integrity abroad. But you didn't think of that. And you should have. So uh, now they're left with a situation where the AFA and its supporters and allies are gaining power, and they're falling. And the trend's going to continue. They could try and spin it all they want, um, but you know, facts are facts, and they're stubborn things, and you can't manipulate the truth. So um, <clears throat> looking ahead, you know, what is it that we're hoping to accomplish here? Uh, during my term, and uh, you know, once we take once we take power, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, by the way, if you want to talk um, show, you can call in at uh, the number seven six zero five one two seven two two four, or you can call in on uh, Skype as well. You can dial in there. Uh, there's a Skype button on the show page. You just click that, and you call in. So, okay. Anyway, uh, what do we want to accomplish during my term? Let's talk about that a little bit. So, uh, right now we are expanding our lead in first place. So, we're going to keep on growing for sure. I'm uh, not sure exactly how high we'll get, but we're definitely going to continue our growth rate You know, somewhere at least in the 800s and, and the sky's the limit. Um, the other parties will keep declining. Uh, we tried to – there was actually there, there was some internal debate over which one to eliminate uh, or take over in the last election. So because Kamal was running in Inky, and that guy is you know, the worst of the worst. Um, so there was kind of a half-hearted attempt to take that party. The strategy could have been better. Um, but, you know, they're declining anyway, so it was more for the principle of it. You know, I wanted to turn, uh, turn it into like an Armenian genocide awareness party just because the – the uh, the anger that would be created from that, from him and his cohorts, would be really funny. Um, and without lulls, there's really no point in the republic anyway. Um, but anyway, so we're going to head to this next congressional election. I'm not sure how many reasons we're going to have then. Right now, we only have, I believe, the original 51, which yeah, which is going to reduce the number of congressmen, um, even if the percentage grows. So. Um, you know, I'd like to say we're going to win at least a plurality this time. I don't know how high it would be. You know, I could give estimates. It would be somewhat speculative. Um, but to me, that's the minimum. You know, you have to get impeachment-proof plurality. Um, and that will be an achievement. But obviously, it would be nice if we could win close to a majority. But, you know, even if we win 35 40%, right, um, which, would be a, which would be a big deal, even if we won that much, 
So they would still spin it like, uh, you know, it's an, it's an ATO victory. They did not win a congressional majority. Um, even if we won a majority, they would say they did not win a two-thirds, you know, supermajority that can do anything. Um, so they'll try and spin it however they want to spin it. But what are they going to do? Say, oh, well, yeah, you're beating us. Um, we suck. So there's always going to be an excuse for everything. But we're getting stronger. We're doing better each election. Um, in terms of in terms of congressmen, you know, it's it's going to be tough because we got so many good candidates here. Uh, we are the only party that it's easy for someone who's not who hasn't spent you know months sucking up to some elitist tool to get into power. Um, so we're going to cycle out congressmen, get some new people in. Um, you know, depending on how many regions there are. There might not even be any, you know, incumbents coming back just because I think that some new people need to get in. But obviously, you need to prove your stripes, be active, um, in order to be in Congress, which I think is pretty reasonable. Now, some people you don't hear from them for a whole month, and then suddenly, when Congress comes around, it's like, "Ooh, uh, Ronald, can I run?" And no, because you talk to me once a month, so. Yeah. Um, okay. I was just reminded to talk about something else too. Um, so we'll handle what we're going to do later on with CP and stuff in just a minute. But before I uh, before I move on to that, uh, let's let's address this one issue here. Uh, this whole alley ride issue. For those of you listening, some people might be curious about that if you haven't heard of it. Um, so there was this 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 kid, this you know, really annoying player. And uh, about, I don't know, a month and a half ago, a bit back, he suddenly supposedly has a change of heart and decides to join our party. Um, I was suspicious, and I was always suspicious the whole time, which is why I kept putting him off on actually giving him any serious positions like Congress and stuff like that. Um, and it came to me through a reliable source recently that apparently this person had uh, posted joking that he was a spy, that Ali Rab was a spy, and a, a former um, VP had messaged him and said, uh, you know, don't write that because it's um, you know, actually true and he's working as a CIA agent. Um and I, you know, I wasn't sure. You know, obviously that led me to believe that this was true. Um, but then I had it confirmed again through another little trick that I pulled. So he must have figured out we were on to him, and he decided to pull the plug into the little operation. Uh, it, it was, it was quite, you know, it was always a little bit suspicious because, um, you know, I, I, first of all, I never really told him anything that I didn't tell a thousand other people. So they try and claim they got all this intel from us. You know, intel and what? There's only so much, you know, me telling you things can actually get you and not very far. He would try and push himself as a PP candidate or a CP candidate. And, you know, there's nothing, there's always something not quite right. Um, so I kept him at arm's length the whole time. And uh, he was actually trying to take over American Eagle Division's 4th Regiment. So I made sure that there were a couple extra votes to make sure he didn't win because I'm sure he would have caused chaos had he won there. 
so we took care of that. The problem was solved, and the, uh, the operative did not really do much in the way of damage. So um, that was pretty much contained. Uh, the situation was pretty much contained. Okay. Um, now I guess we'll talk about CP elections in a second here. Um, yeah, okay, let's let's talk about what we're going to do in terms of that. And uh, we'll talk about a little bit with our party restructuring, what we plan on doing, you know, hopefully if we take power and when we take power, which would be nice to do during my term. So, um, okay, let me get to that. And by the way, if you're planning on calling in before the show ends or uh, for the post-show you can uh, call in at 760-512-7224, or you can call in with Skype. Either one works. If you have any comments you want to make, feel free to do so. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Now, looking ahead... Yeah, to CP. We're not sure, you know, I'm not going to say 100% what we're doing yet because we instituted a primary system recently. So we're trying to make the party more democratic as it gets bigger and, uh, you know, we have more members and we want people to be more active. Um, so we'll have to see what happens. Obviously, there's a few possibilities of what we can do. Uh, Fluffer, you know, which is what I call Pfeiffer a lot, says that he he's hinting that he might run which knowing him, he will if he thinks he can do it. He said if I ran, he would definitely run. Um, so I don't know. We have Hannibal up right now, but like I said, any any sort of candidate would have to go through a primary system. But uh, it, it would be cool to see a Hannibal-Pfeiffer rematch. I think this time there would be a different outcome two months later. People see what an idiot Pfeiffer is. Um, we've gotten stronger. They've gotten weaker. Um so it would be cool to see those dynamics, definitely. And I know that during the last uh, CP campaign, people were, you know, I don't, I don't use the word disappointed, but for those of you who don't know, I didn't have I didn't have power for a while, so I was missing in action for almost the entire CP campaign. Uh, and our candidate, I guess, was busy and he didn't really do a whole lot. But you know, we still put up about a third with a candidate people didn't really know, and with no campaign except he wrote one article. And obviously they stockpiled parties and Pfeiffer had planned on running Serb for almost a month. Um, that's not so bad considering. I think if Hannibal ran again, and even if they forced a two-way race, he could probably win. You know, um, you, know you guys probably know that I want to be president myself, but uh, I haven't ran since June because I'm biding my time. So uh, soon enough, soon enough. If the world doesn't end... Because it could be just one CP, one CP campaign left, and uh, that would be a shame. Wouldn't it? Um, <clears throat> so anyway, when uh, when we take over, which we will, let's let's talk a little bit about the types of things we want to do differently that are that are frankly not being done now. Um, and uh, there's quite a bit that we can do that is not being done properly. I talked a little bit about 
the uh, the problems we have with um, our foreign relations or lack thereof, the internal division that's going on right now in the country. And we need to do something to fix that. So what we would obviously do is replace some of these people who get recycled every single uh, every single month. It's the same type of people. Sometimes they'll they'll groom some, you know, um, easily manipulated noobs to help them. But typically, you got the same people in it each month, all the time. Have come in, and um, and with, <laughs> sorry, some troll uh, made a funny comment. Anyway, so you have the same people each month, and this needs to end. It has to come to an end, and it needs to come to an end right now. So what are we going to do to do that? Well, we'll obviously get confident people in there. We'll repair our relationships abroad. Um, I don't know if we would if we would make a whole new alliance or join an existing one. What I would like to see is an alliance of countries that you know we're sympathetic to those of us in the U.S. who want freedom, who want change our government and to bring all those countries together I think that would be pretty cool and it would definitely be a good thing strategically because I would love to see us have like a Polish sized empire that would be great you know let's permanently have like 70 80 regions and just keep that that would be epic um, <clears throat> so that would be nice to do you know, have a and frankly it, it, it's fun who wants this boring you know type of thing we have now we don't even have a natural en- enemy now we're just sitting here on our original borders doing nothing, waiting for someone who's pissed off at us to come and, and wipe us. That's basically what we're doing. You know, um, The discrimination in the military would have to end, so we would defund units that refuse to do that or turn over power to people who actually will not enforce discrimination. So obviously you've got units like uh, the Easy Company, which is a bunch of indoctrinated feds. Uh, pull a plug on that. Uh, Ultramarines, which is Pfeiffer's unit, pull a plug on that, and uh, you know some others are going to have to change their their commanders and whatnot. You know, AED is actually getting stronger. We're now at, we're once again a top ten unit, um, so we could easily move people over there and you know give them supplies that way. Keep the U.S. military going. We'd be stronger, more structured. There would not be discrimination, and uh, you know, frankly, if someone's going to Put up damage for our country, be a loyal soldier, serve the commander-in-chief. I really don't care. you know. But these units that are run by people who are, are not going to do that, well, obviously they can't be part of the U.S. military because they're not being cooperative. They're hurting the country, and these people can't be allowed to keep doing the sort of damage they're doing. So that would have to change. Um, we would obviously permanently get some... Uh, Supplies. Um, <clears throat> sorry, supplies. We would permanently get our resource bonuses back, keep them at 100, 100. Um, you know, the, the, the whole bonus thing is going to serve a double-edged sword, I guess, because these fools actually gave up our bonuses, thinking that it would destroy us. They had slowed our growth rate down a bit, but we're still growing. 
and uh, they're shrinking. You know, and they're they're uh, foreign allies, which by the way are fine if they support our enemies. Um, they're leaving, and um, yeah, I think that kind of shows who the real patriots are—the people who are stick, sticking out, keep fighting for the U.S., keep uh, trying to take our country back, even when there's people in power trying to hurt us. Um, all right, by the way, we're coming up in the last minute and a half of the show right now. So if you want to call in for the after show, you should call in now, uh, 760-512-7224 as well to, to call into the, to the show. Um, anyway, thanks for everyone for, for tuning in. And, um, you know, if we get enough people in, we'll, we'll uh, definitely have it going next time. If you're listening on archived, um, we're going to have a, a bit of a post-show for a little while. So there's going to be more. If you're listening live, you can come back when the show ends. Um, I don't know. Come back in like 30 minutes. You can listen in if you don't want to. You don't want to hear it now. Um, to show if you want to, you don't have to talk. But you've got 45 seconds to do it. So once again, that number is seven six zero five one two seven two two four. Either call in or call in with the Skype button right there. Um, you know, I hope to have your help uh, taking back the U.S. Join the American Freedom Alliance. Join American Eagle Division. Check out our Party IRC room on Ryzen server at AMFA. Check out our forums at AmericanFreedomAlliance.us. Sign up for those. Get more active in the party. Help us take our country back. We're going to the post show right now. So uh, until next time, this is Ronald Gipper Reagan. This has been AFA Radio. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, I'll see you later. All right, we're moving into the the post show now. Um, is that uh, is that you, Sherman? Yes, it is. How's it going? All right, what's going on? It's going. It's going. Um. I just got in uh, to uh, listen to you a little bit, but um, uh, I didn't know. I don't know exactly how many more people are on, but um, I was going to get on, uh, give them all a shout out for uh, helping setting setting up the um, you know the food and uh, weapons supply distribution um, set up. You know, give everybody a shout out who helped make you know that actually happen. Oh yeah, definitely. Um... Seems like that's getting up online. Um, yeah, now we're in the uh, recorded part, so it's going to be archived, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah. Actually, there were a decent number of people listening, mm-hmm. but for some reason people don't like calling in. I don't know why, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's... Um that was quite interesting uh, what you were talking about with uh, uh, Ali Rat today. Uh, I was just reading the article that um, was posted earlier about, you know, his operations. And, um, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, they made it seem like they got some sort of information, which we know that they didn't. But, um, you know, they're obviously saying that we're taking, you know, more desperate efforts to, you know, try to cling on to some things, but you know, I think it's you know, it's it's vice versa. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I never really trust the guy. I know you wanted to give him, like, a a chance, but, um, you know, I don't know. What did you think? Did you think uh, he had actually genuinely was supporting us, or were you suspicious, or what? No, I didn't have a whole lot of interaction uh, with him. Um, you know, so he really didn't contact me much. So I really didn't have, you know, any indications as far as, you know, what he was doing or what he was trying to do. Um, I've been very, you know, iffy about, you know, a lot of these guys that come on, you know, since the last thing that happened um, with the uh, MU a couple months ago. So, you know, we already know that, you know, they're going to keep trying to infiltrate or, you know, things of that sort. So maybe we need to look into coming up with our own, uh, you know, internal CIA, so to speak, so we can kind of have our own eyes and ears, you know, play the same game with them. So um, I'm in the process of trying to maybe get with a few people so we can come up with something, you know, of that sort. And I don't know if he was paid to do what he was trying to do, but, I mean, if they paid it, I'm pretty sure it was a waste of money because he got nothing. So, you know, I just think it would be beneficial for us, you know, as well, if we tried, you know, to get our own internals going. I mean, I don't know what everybody else may think about it, but um, I was just thinking, you know, as far as the party is concerned, maybe we could start building, um, you know, one or two things at a time instead of just trying to, you know, spread our resources thin. Like we all focused here on this distribution uh, type setup. We got it done in about, what, two two or three weeks or so, but it's running like a, you know, a pretty good well-oiled machine for those that are, actually, you know, requesting supplies, you know, be it food or be it weapons. <clears throat> yeah, yeah um, I think it's having some impact because we keep moving up in the ranks, uh, it seems. Um, you know, people are joining, so definitely helping a bit. Um, if, uh, you know, if we had government funding, I think we might be in the top five, which would be nice. But, uh, you know, things are definitely getting more organized. Yeah, it's actually uh, working. You know, people are donating um, all sorts of weapons. Uh, people are donating food. I mean, you know, we're, we've been getting pretty good, decent amount of supplies that are coming in that we could actually use to, you know, benefit everybody. And what I really do like about everybody chipping in, we don't, you know, the, the government funding would be nice, you know, um, even though, you know, we're paying our tax dollars. But yet and still, we you know, we're not getting the supplies, you know, due to these political uh, issues and ideologies that, you know, you know, people in the other, you know, in, in the administra- the current administration that they have. So, you know, um, we don't have to worry about, you know, following their rules and following all these things. So we don't, you know, depend on their their money, so to speak. You know, we're doing this on our own. So, you know, hats off to everybody out there that's making this thing happen because, you know, like you said, it was a struggle for our MU to, to start building and people start fighting. But like you say, we've been in the top ten and we're going to move up, you know, because people are ranking up and this is a part of the process. So, you know, we're doing all we can do here. You know, I do have a Q7 company, uh, weapons, that I just don't have enough resources to um, allow ten people to work uh, so, you know, per day, but what I am doing is, you know, maybe one or two people at a time, so I'm just, you know, I'm slowly building up. So eventually, guys, you know, we'll get to some Q7 distributions pretty soon. 
Uh, it may take a little while, but because we we don't have bonuses, but you know we're we're, we're actually getting there though. We're getting there. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, well, you know, like I said, once uh, once you manage to the DCA, we'll have that sort of thing to uh, The way other MUs do. With government funding, which would definitely make it easier. And I, I know some of them have their own communes, and so obviously, big process is set up, so uh, I'm not sure how practical it would be. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely. There's also another thing that I wanted to um, talk about. I think it was about 16 days or so ago, they um, increased the. Um, Taxes on the uh, personal income from was it fifteen to twenty five percent? Yeah. And um, you know, I did some just like some little number crunches, and I realized, you know, that the last time I ran for Congress was about two months or so ago, and whereas you were still getting a decent pay, um, you know, they kind of the the tax was still kind of high, the, the price of gold was still kind of high, but it was actually a lot less easy. It was more easy. I'm sorry. It was more easy for you to buy gold two months ago than it is currently right now. Like wages are what thirty dollars or something per day. They're taxing us at twenty five percent, so that's about seven seven dollars and a half. So it's, it breaks down almost like twenty two, twenty three dollars that you bring home per day. But the price of gold is what four hundred and something dollars for for gold. So it takes almost twenty days for you to stockpile your day's pay to buy one piece of gold. Um, and I thought that was rather crazy. Um, you know, and I don't know if the administration can do something to impact. Uh, well, actually, I know that they can. That they get these bonuses back, then people would be able to, uh, you know, earn a lot more of the companies would, so to speak. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they can do anything to boost wages and, you know, Help with the price of gold, but I just find them, you know, very interesting. When, when I did a little bit about number crunching uh, today. Yeah, um, the exchange rates are all messed up now. Um, so I, I don't know what the deal is with that. Why they raised it to twenty five? That's higher than most other countries. Um, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure exactly what the deal is because. I know, like all the donations and stuff they do now is only like ten USD. So I'm I'm not sure what exactly is going on. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I know our, our treasury has been shrinking too, despite the fact that they've raised that. So yeah, I I I can't even fathom what sort of an economic plan they have because it's just you know, salaries are low, so people have to pay more of that, and then they're Clearly losing money in the process, so it's really doesn't add up. Right, and I, you know when you check the uh, when you check the CBO, you see that it's overwhelmingly uh, flourishing. Where they've been either moving money over to, for some strange reason, they they have what is about six thousand golds or something like that coins, and they have millions in currency. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know. What's going on? Why does taxes need to be so high when they're banking all of this money? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's weird. And plus, it's going to make more. It's going to make more people just nodges because you can take a job for 
a dollar and uh, you know pretty much pay essentially no tax and get paid off the books. So if enough people do that, it, it backfires. Well, you know, what I thought about proposing to uh, the people that actually work for me is dropping them down to a dollar a day and then just donating them the rest of their money um, because it's, it's crazy that you know, people could only afford to buy one Q7 weapon per day with the wages that are currently there now. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like if, if I'm a newbie coming in, how can I, you know, sustain on something like this. So I would did they have to depend on a government type program like a Meals on Wheels or something like that. Um but you know, hey, that's why you know we're gonna be there for, you know, the people that are in the MU right now. I wish we could expand it to everybody just in the party by itself, you know, we could just take care of our own, but just currently right now, you know, we can only help the people that are in the MU. So, you know, if they're out there they need the free supplies or whatever to help wake up, then, you know, I just encourage them to join the uh, the uh, MU. Um, yeah, um, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, it really, unless you have a lot of uh, capital already built up, if you're a new player, you really can't buy a few seven So, uh, being in, some sort of donation definitely helps out. Um, you know, it seems to be working something there, so that's good. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, what, what do you think about uh, you know, upcoming elections and everything this month? You know, I think that, um, like you said, I think it would be kind of um, <clears throat> hard for us to quench that, you know, to quench the number of um Need to go move things forward. Um, so you know, I was thinking that maybe uh, it, it's going to be kind of hard to work with the Congress when probably everybody is going to be banned from the EUS forums, and uh, you know, and they're not going to be able to participate in the process of moving legislate, you know, legislation forward, or legislature forward. I'm sorry, in in the process of you know talking about the budget, in the process of creating these. Uh, you know, even modifications to laws that have already been passed. So it's almost kind of like you're out of the loop when you're trying to do their process, which forces a lot of the members to, you know, throw out these rogue proposals that are going to be voted down anyway. Um, I know the last time I was there, you know, there's a lot of things that they do um, not talk about publicly, you know, because of the private test or whatever. But, you know, I always uh, wanted... Uh, or I always thought that it was a good idea to be transparent by putting your proposals out 48 hours in advance in the public forum so you could get people time to chime in as to whether or not these laws would be beneficial and get some feedback from the constituents. So, But, you know, we kind of talked about it, but it didn't go very far. Um, so I didn't even bring it up for, you know, a quorum just to see if it could be uh, something that we could move forward with. Um, but I didn't have anybody really to work with, which I needed nine more votes to move that forward, you know, to bring it to the floor for a vote. So that's what I'm saying, you know, with our 19 or 20-plus people that we have, if they allow them to come in, it would be easily, um, you know, something that we could do by giving these 
uh, vote on the floor, down for a debate, and then have an up and down vote on these things. So I think they know what, they, they know what they're doing. That's why we came up with our own forum. So now people can be, you know, allowed access to voice their opinion without being muted or muzzled. You know what I mean? So that's why we came up with what we came up with, and we're going to continue to make the forum a, you know, more of a, a community type, you know, spot where everybody can chime in. You know, so we're working on those, but I'm pretty sure some of those guys that are out there with these fictitious names that have no avatars in game, but we're gonna go in and we're gonna start deleting those accounts. Um because I got a feeling it's probably some of the other accounts that are out there, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is some problem with uh spam postings or yeah, I don't know if that's just in general what happens to these forms or if someone's doing specifically. But um that's probably you know probably explain some of the names that don't match up on the game. Um but uh, yeah, and I think our forums will get more relevant, especially as time goes on, and we get more seats as we get closer to a majority.